I was at the grocery store the other day, and let me tell you, they have stopped checking the fruit. What did you get? What did you go to there for? Okay, um, it was a list of things that I had taken from Madison's apartment. Um, we haven't been here for a long time. I've never been here. Yeah, Who is Madison? Could you uh, please Madison is, uh, she's my girlfriend. Sometimes I call her my partner to seem progressive. That's exciting. That was that's a word. Exciting. That was horrible. I hated that. Oh, that's cool. You hate my love? So did a lot of people. And that's what I thought. Different type, different love. <laughs> I want to remind everyone who listens to our podcast, as I do every time, that I am gay. <laughs> so uh, it was peanut butter, okay. orange juice. What kind of peanut butter? What brand? Uh, here's the thing. Is the other day I bought peanut butter, not yeah. this time, but different time. I bought two things of peanut butter and I thought they were How many creamy. Days ago? It was like a month. Okay. How <laughs> did you not tell they were creamy? It should say a creamy. A couple days ago. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't I, I got smooth and I got chunky by accident, but then I started realizing peanut butter is like chunky peanut butter is perfect for snacking with a it spoon. It is with a spoon. Yeah, it's, 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 the spoon. texture makes so much more sense. I know Tate can't relate, and that's why he's all quiet because he, he, peanuts will kill him. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> Also, I, I gotta go buy chapstick. I've no, I don't use chapstick, and I have to use it for the snow. This guy, I'm talking about. I have Jade. to use You're it for from the snow. Boston. No, I'm going to Sundance, and it's very dry there. Could you explain right. to Sundance what what Sundance is to everyone? Who yeah, absolutely. Know? So Sundance is it's the small yeah, Utah. Ask the, don't ask the person who's gone. Yeah, no, no. Ask hey, the person hey, who's gone. Here's an idea: when you record a podcast, you already went. Silence your phone. You already went. It's his time to speak about Sundance. Um, yeah. He's gone. He's he nothing gone. good talk about. Yeah. Talk about yeah. um, oh, you watched Whiplash? Oh, you think you're special? You think you understand <laughs> uh, movie festivals? I watched oh. Children of the Corn the other day. <laughs> How did that go for you? That is the best movie ever made. Is that Shyamalan? Am I? You know what Children else? of the Corn was made in 1976. You Jeez. know what else was one of the best movies ever made? Bad Boys for Life. You're right. Let's get let's get started. Let's get started. Alright guys, welcome back to Spoilers Only Please. We're calling this episode Season 2, Episode 1, even though we've been on a two-year hiatus. Um, but Barely, it's great right. to be back. I hope everyone's excited to be listening. Uh, my name is Tate Becker. I'm Riley Bradford. I'm Tyler Chavez. And joining us today is a special guest. Hello, I'm Arvind Van Eyck and I'm all of their bosses. Um, He's our boss. A lot has changed of. in the last two years. Yeah. Technically, I'm also... Any, anyway, that's not important. <laughs> what um, were you oh, yeah. Anyways, we need to kick so. some habits. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> So so we made we made four episodes about two years ago. Uh, movies weird weird little plot of movies there. We did like an Oscars episode, Love we did, Simon. We did Game, Game Night, Game Annihilation. Night. There, I think there's another one. There's not. Of, there's only four of the three movie specific reviews we did. Riley watched one of those films. It was Love Simon because it was the first time I saw my story on the screen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, um, so I just want to say, um, we all just went and saw this movie together. Today, we're going to be talking about Bad Boys for Life. Now, oh. one thing I want to pull the room with real quick. Absolutely. Who has seen either of the previous two Bad Boy movies? I've never seen either of them. I have also never seen a single one. I saw a trailer one time. 
I I did see Bad Boys One and Two, probably while I was in high school, like early high school. Um, don't remember them at all, and this movie didn't help me remember them at all. No, but I think um, good place to start would just be individual thoughts. So I think guest speaker goes first. Arvin, what did you okay. think about the film? First of all, I thought it was phenomenal, but I do have one question, and it was a burning question the entire movie. Why does Will Smith have so much money? He's just a cop in Miami. And why does Martin Lawrence have like a normal house? And why does Will Smith have this huge house and a Porsche 911? He's just a cop in Miami. Explain. I think this is Martin Lawrence. Uh, he's... Did he make bad decisions? Yeah, he's, he's a family man. Yeah, he's he's a, a family man. If you choose to have children, you're choosing not to have an apartment like that. If you don't choose to have children, you're choosing to be like Will Smith. I mean, spoiler, he did have a child. No. He did yeah, have he a child. Did. He had oh, a son. he did have a son. That was yes. the big thing of the movie. But if you're Bradford. a good father, if you're a good father, you get a bad house. If you're that a bad father, That was the biggest father, twist of the movie, by the way. And if you're, if you really wanted to see Bad Boys for Life and listen to this spoilers only, please podcast right, for right. no spoilers, then uh, <laughs> you're doing something wrong, kiddo. We <laughs> <laughs> brought him on for his voices. Yeah, he's got like two voices. He's yeah, gonna do like the entire two. movie for us in a second. Yeah. So, no. so anyway, what, what was, what were your thoughts? Honestly, I went in expecting nothing. I have never seen any of these movies. I've seen the trailer for this movie maybe once. Maybe once. So I had no idea what was happening. I knew Will Smith was in it. William Smith is a great actor. I'm assuming it's William and not Wilson. It could be Wilson. <laughs> Somebody Google it while I'm speaking, please. It's, it's Todd, Will, can you William. do that? Todd is our guy running sound. Yeah, Todd, Todd is our you, intern. Todd, you got that? Thanks, Todd. Todd's we had to fire at the last one. His name is Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Who who we did not know existed when we recorded the first episodes. He didn't. So um, anyway, you want to actually talk about the movie? Do I want to talk about yeah, the movie? Yeah, give um, us your real thoughts. Real thoughts. It's fun. It's fun for the whole family. There were a lot of nine year olds there. Nine year olds. There were three year olds in that. Yeah, this movie is very rated R. Very rated R. Very violent. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting a fun family, wholesome adventure, and a man got impaled. A man fell out a window on I top of a car. Several people. Several people. A, a, a one big man pane got of glass by a car. One man. Car. One yeah, man and they just was kind of standing on top of a column, and then another man broke the column. Yeah. And a, that column was not freestanding. That was a supportive column because it just took the whole balcony yeah. down. But what if that had just been like a, a decorative column? <laughs> <where> <laughs> he just took it down for no reason. <laughs> I like that um, the the man who was crushed by a car, he got crushed after already being shot multiple times. And then he's crushed to death by a car. That was a great scene. Um, I liked all the dramatic zoom-ins. Like, he would get a text on his phone and it'd go, boom, zoom <laughs> in really can we, dramatically. Can we figure out who the cinematographer was on this? There was For, a lot of first, good I think, there was I think a just a, a non-biased explanation of what this movie says it's about. Um... Written by Sony Pictures, a description of the plot. <laughs> I thought you meant um, the movie was written by Sony. <laughs> there was a bot I heard Sony, too. they just hit enter. They had it um, So, the bad boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back together for one last ride in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. Which, I mean, it says one last ride, and they confirmed a sequel two days ago, so... And very much Classic. teased at a sequel at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. Which I we'll think... get to that, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to yeah, that. I think we'll that, that was added... I think they shot that probably. Within like a week? I think they no. shot that first. I think they shot the, the stinger at the end first before they filmed the rest of the movie. That makes sense to yeah. me. So they couldn't go back. Yeah, exactly. They had to hold to that specific yeah. plot point. Yeah. So, yeah. Tyler, what were your thoughts on the movie? 
Um, I felt that was one of the longest two-hour movies I have ever seen. Like, it was exactly two hours on the dot, and somehow it felt like I was in a three-hour epic, and I felt I needed an intermission. The movie was longer than The Irishman. Yeah, I have more gray hairs. Than whom? (laughs) Than I did three hours ago. (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed... I enjoyed the movie, though. I felt I laughed at a lot of parts I wasn't supposed to laugh at. There was oh, a lot sure. of times where sure. only we laughed and the rest of the theater was pretty silent. No, they were changing their children's diapers. Yeah. Because they were all screaming the whole time. As we walked into the theater, I said, did anyone else see the family with multiple children that walked in and, like, one woman just, like, There were infants she... in this movie theater. I've never... I, I've never... For even, like... I saw Frozen 2 recently. I There was not a single crying child in that theater but Olaf was bad boys. Yeah. Olaf wasn't Riley was one of them. Cry when Olaf was I was sad. It was a sad movie. And I'll talk about that it, in my turn. If this was Frozen, Riley would be Olaf, correct? Yes. Yeah, if yeah. this podcast was Frozen. But if this if this podcast was Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. Mm. I'd be Vanessa Hudgens. No, you, no you'd no, be you'd no. be the captain that gets murdered. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. He gets yeah. murked hard. I'm so Anyway, I'm going to go ahead yeah, and take you, over you here. Shoot, shoot your shot. So, Tate speaking. My thoughts on the movie. I agree with Tyler. It was the longest two-hour movie I've ever seen. Um, it it just really wrote itself out. But, like, it felt like it's probably serendipitous for people that, one, have seen the first two movies, and two, uh, remember them, which is nobody in this room. Um, That's fair. We were I think how old? When the last one came out? I don't know. It was like 90... We were doing season one of this podcast. It was that long ago. Uh, (laughs) But I thought thought this movie had a lot of depth that was there for, like, the characters. Like, you know, it it dealt with a lot, like, trauma and, um, and, like, consequences. Like, there's a lot of movies you see that, that, you know, characters get caught up in these crazy, kooky situations, but then, uh... Then nothing, like nothing happened. They're they're fine. They just come out of it and they're the same as they were before. But this movie, I don't think is the same way at all. Um, so they it had that going for it. Other than that, I thought it was a little, like I laughed when I think I was supposed to at some of the parts, and definitely when I wasn't. I thought it, I thought it was a funny movie. It was very fun to watch. Mm, I agree. I don't want to go watch it again right now, but like I'd watch it again, especially with friends. I, would, I, I no, sorry. No, you. No, 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 you, please. I'll go no, ahead. Uh, yeah, but, R- Riley's no, 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 turn. No, no. Real quickly, real quickly, my thoughts on this movie. I had to spin us back to 2015 real quick when Hail Caesar came out. Great film. There's a conversation about religion in that movie that is hilarious. I thought it was the best conversation about religion I could ever see. That changed today when I watched Bad Boys for Life. There's a scene in this film <laughs> when Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are on a joint motorcycle with a side carriage. You got Will Smith driving... Driving the film, driving the the motorcycle and the film. That's really, yeah. <laughs> you got, <laughs> you got there, Martin Lawrence and the sidekick stark... bitching about God. And to me, that one re- represents the film real well. But Martin Lawrence in this scene, he finds a gun in the thing, and he reveals to Will Smith that he made a deal with God that for Will Smith to live in earlier parts of the movie, because Martin he had Lawrence, been, he'd yeah. been shot. He had been turned into Swiss cheese. Um, Martin Lawrence would no longer do violence. Those are his words. He said, I will no longer do violence on any <laughs> other person. And then Will Smith turns to him and goes, God gave you that gun. And oh, 
Is that not the debate we struggle with? Does the Lord, does not the Lord give and take what he wants? Like, what I'm saying here is, like, that scene... Had some depth. I'm going to be thinking about that tonight, or next time I think about God, is does God give us the gun to kill someone, or does he not want us to kill that person, and the gun happened, and the God is powerless? I don't I don't know. You know, I, I think of a lot of you, the great, like, duos in literature that raise questions of, like, purpose and God. Waiting for Godot, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, and now oh, and bad then, no, boys uh, for no, life. Um, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think about Animal Planet a lot and how they just watch animals maul each other, and they're like, well, we're not going to get But that's the question, is did God give that person that camera? <laughs> oh, in response to Tyler's uh, duo yeah. idea that came out of nowhere. Starsky and Hutch. I was going to say Bert and Ernie, but it, it was not coming to mind. <laughs> but I did li- I liked the film a lot. I thought that it was R for the wrong reasons. I thought it was too violent, and I thought they did, there was a lot of tease. There was a lot of sexual tension in this film, and it left me upset. Yeah. A lot of sexual tension. Riley almost had to it was leave palpable. the theater for there a few was, minutes. I yeah. was rooting for Will Smith to like at least settle down with a woman who... Was also it was Rita is the character's Rita, name. Great character. Who was also like she? I th- I think she was in the past two movies, and they had had a romantic history, and it was clearly going to be reignited. You were just waiting for that the whole movie. Honestly, it's part of what kept me involved, and then no payoff. In Bad like, Boys Four, if there's but, not a Will Smith sex scene, I'm a, I don't know what we're. His children are old enough to say. I don't know why we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> His children but, are, yeah. but there was there was Will Smith. He's lifting. He's getting ready. You know, it might be Jada. Maybe Jada. Maybe doesn't Jada want to Pinkett that. Smith doesn't want it. Well, yeah. she oh, can go back maybe. to Gotham and stop whining. <laughs> Gotham is a popular TV show. Uh, it yeah. was a popular TV it show. It's popular. over. It's over. I liked it. It was for a bit. It's over already. Yeah. yeah, they had right. the Batman. They ended it with a with like an eight year skip, and then Batman showed up, and it looked weird. Who? Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. If anyone who wants to know what we're talking about, just. Google like it's an FX show. Yeah, Gotham no, TV show Batman. No, 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 it's not in the CW it universe. There's, Darn. Yeah, not yet. Although Ezra Miller, his Flash from Justice League, the film just showed up in the crossover event. That was did wild. it really? Yeah, it's. I stopped crazy. watching those. I'd love to do a podcast on Arrow because that shaped did, a lot of has my. Has anyone lot of my seen? Uh, <laughs> it's from one of the. It's from one of the DC shows. I think it might be from Supergirl. Just like the clip. Of just like the the really really bad effects. Yes. It, yeah, I saw that. On, it was I quite think, enjoyable. You know, talking about cinematic universes, it's interesting that this comes up because the ending of this movie hints at like a, you know, like like a team, like, like a like a, a bad boys team. That is guy's yeah. going to join. Here's my thing. That guy's going to join the who's team. Who's that guy? Youngster. You have to explain. Okay, I'm sorry. So uh, at the top of the third act, you find out the guy who's been trying to kill Will Smith all along is his son. But the guy doesn't know it, and Will Smith discovers it simply by seeing the name of the woman he slept with. He goes, I have a boy. And then he he does this really dramatic monologue. He cries. Will Smith he, cries. He, he's Will crying and cries. he's sobbing. And then he calls the woman he slept with a witch at some point in the monologue. A and bruja. He, a bruja. Yeah. And, and they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. He's like talking, and then he turns to Martin Lawrence, his best friend, to get some relief in the fact his that he found out that he had a son who was trying to kill him. And Martin Lawrence goes... You fucked a witch. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, okay. Some of the comedic timing in this movie was great. It was also oh. the action, the editing of those action sequences made me laugh at the right points, and they wanted you to laugh. Oh, what you what you were saying about um, the future of the bad boys 
cinematic yes. universe. Okay, so right. I think the the that boy that is his son, he's spared at the end, and Will Smith approaches him at the end of the movie and says, I got a way for you to get out of prison. <laughs> and then he just hands him, like, some sort of envelope. <laughs> That's what... I missed well, it. For anyone who missed it, uh, Tate said the BBCU, which I think is the joke Martin Lawrence and Will Smith wanted us to make. <laughs> so, anyways, Will Smith is like, I got a way for you to get out of prison. And also in this movie is a team of youngsters. Um, Ammo. One of which was Vanessa Hudgens. The other which was Big Man. Which she had cool Here, hair. Here's a fun game. Vanessa Hudgens had cool hair. Here's a fun she game. Can you, cool can you, do you remember any of their names? I remember. Big, Big Man? Um, and then you got, there's like, okay, I'll describe the team to you real quick. There's one guy who's very large, he used to be a bouncer, but he's the tech guy because he swore off violence similar to Martin Lawrence. He, oh, uh, what's the reasoning behind that? He, he said he one time pushed someone. No, be punched. Like, oh, he punched someone punched and it, he murdered them with his punch. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was huge, but he wasn't that big. Like, he wasn't like. But he's like a nice tech He was a nice, nice dude. Guy. He seems, he was, I it feel was like, ironic because he was the biggest guy in the room, but. He, do, he doesn't fight. He's a gentle giant. He looks he's like a, this guy that is at the gym. I go, if any of you oh, know Eric? Yeah, it's Eric. Yeah, Eric yeah. Eric Krasinski. It looks like Eric Krasinski. Oh, if you're listening exactly to this. Like Eric. I exactly swear like. that they called him like Thor in the later like 20 minutes of the movie. And I was like, why is he now Thor? I thought it was just like big man. They did call him Thor at one point. Did they? Yeah. So then, someone it. called him Thor. You've got that. And then you got this guy who is just, he's his character. He's is plucky. He's sassy and yeah. he's plucky. Yeah. He's great at his job, but also he has no respect for his elders, which I know that, like, Will he was S- annoying, dude. Will I wanted Smith, him to get Will Smith out. at one point makes um, makes a joke because they start, they start to fight. Um, oh, how does it get set up? Just he, went, he goes, just because I fucked your mom doesn't make me your grandfather. Which, which is doesn't which, make I, any I, sense. No, because no, he was, like, he was talking to Will Smith like he was a boomer. Uh, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, like so, he like didn't understand. But in the joke itself, the, in no way does fucking someone's mom make you their, their grandfather. I agree. So then, yeah, for the rest of the film, yeah, no, I turned to everyone and I was like, "How is he his grandfather?" And it I was, was like, cool. It I was. was a, it sounds was it? Really cool. It sounds like he had a great insult, but then like, I'm gonna say it to up the delivery. Some of the lines did bomb though. Yeah. There was a there was moment Tate pointed out that Martin Lawrence clearly forgot his line. Yeah. And they just used the wrong t- like they ignored the scripty notes or something. And Martin Lawrence was pretty funny in this. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Like, reacting to the action. My favorite part s- of Martin Lawrence in this movie is the I want a compilation of close ups of Martin Lawrence of him either saying shit, fuck, or because oh! that's like seventy percent of his movie. I'm not gonna lie, I'm about to Take the audio from this podcast, trim it down to just Tyler going, oh, <laughs> and make that my text tone. <laughs> uh, anyways, the last description, you have Vanessa Hutchins in the film, who is literally, I think, only in this film for a scene in the club. Like, I, I, she doesn't yeah. do anything else in the movie. She just does that one thing, and then she they, worships no, Will Smith. No, she, she, um... She gets shot? She gets shot? No, she was one... She went in with Will Smith, and, yeah. uh, for the... Oh, that's the, true. She, she's, that like, was, the most was, a, consistently competent, like, police officer also the most respectful. of ammo yes she's very respectful so i believe going back to my theory oh god i believe that will smith's son in the movie not Jaden, will smith's son is going to go join ammo and that there that's will be the a team of youngsters and there'll be a spin-off that's like i don't think it's a spin-off i think i, I the think bad boys the are team. staying there yeah it's the new a team that's what this is that's what this is about got, they're trying to make know, they're trying to reboot the a team Mike, again. marcus Rita, Kelly, 
I thought we didn't remember Thor their names. Thor slash Big Man. Who's Kelly? What you didn't remember their names. Kelly's you Vanessa Hudgens. I swear. You did it. You, we said, who knows their names? And we all went, we don't know their names. I was we going to say. nugget of gold. I was going to say Vanessa Hudgens, I think, was Kelly. But then someone interrupted me. And the only one whose names I definitely don't remember is um, the guy who, for the rest of the film, was told Will Smith... You could text my mom, just text my mom, ask my mom, Will Smith, because Will Smith implied <laughs> that he fucked his mom and that made him his grandmother. That guy reminded me of someone in some other movie, and I hated that person, so I what hate is, that guy. I thought he was from, Arch, or, um, from Archie, from Riverdale. No one watches yeah. that show. I do. Sorry if you watch you that watch show. You watch Riverdale? You I haven't it. watched like the past season, but I, gra- I so, enjoy Riverdale. So... The way tenses work is present tense means you're you're watching. <laughs> you watched. That's like saying like, oh yeah, we did. F- we we're doing five episodes of a podcast. No, we did five episodes of a podcast. Uh, this is the first time done actually. So yeah, Arvin's first time on the podcast. First time on any podcast. First time on any podcast. Thank you. Thank you. On any podcast. Glad, but, glad um, you came. Glad you stopped by. This one. Just a little bit of a, a bad boys intermission. Uh, we plan on bringing the podcast back we've been talking about it for two, two years. years but um we we'd love to bring it back unfortunately we are geographically split up for the next three months by about three thousand miles and then yeah. i graduate and then yeah. arvin graduates so that's why we made him a guest star freaking loser anyway so what, what we're gonna do is uh I hate that. Br- probably bring it back next fall yeah. or summer or, or, I mean, we, if we find a way to... We could all buy our own blue Yetis or blue snowballs, and then we could all remote so, podcast. So the situation well, notice is... how I've inserted myself into this. I'm you, now regular. I really have been watching you do this. I, know, I was right. just like, I, I it's hear been it, I'm not going to... I'm just but letting it Basically happen. what's happening, Tyler and I go into L.A. for a bit to do some stuff. Uh, Tate's staying here for do some stuff, and then we might all go to L.A. for some, some do some here stuff. Here is North Carolina. Here is North Carolina, we and then we're school. all back in North Carolina. Um, and then probably not for the summer. What? I'm probably not in North Carolina. I'm not in summer. I'll be in LA. Anyways, we can figure this out later. Sorry to put you all through that, but we plan on bringing the podcast back. Not exactly sure the details. We might do it remotely. Possibly. We'll see what happens. And you'll know when the next episode is posted. Um, But back to bad boys. Back to bad boys. Um, I've forgotten this twice already, so I'd like to just throw this in real quick. There is a time lapse sequence where. They put it in reverse, so the boats were moving backwards. And I don't know if anybody else caught that. Was that at the beginning? Was that at the top? I think it was. It was in the first act. Yeah. I thought the like the hyperlapses. A hyperlapse is, is where the camera moves and it's a time lapse. Mm-hmm. Some of them were like really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, I mean, this movie looked good for the There's most part. There's one yeah. shot that is there. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I'm, I'm gonna say it's probably the middle of the second act. They're just standing on a balcony, and it just cranes out to reveal the skyline of Miami and these two kings staring out on the city that they oh, own. Yeah. And it was that was, I was not just, a crane. That was a drone. Whatever. 10, this is a this is a great advertisement for the city of Miami. Like That's I really want drones. to go to Miami and drones. Drones of all types. A lot types. of drones. A lot of Miami. A lot of guns. A lot of guns. A lot of guns. There is uh, for those gearheads out there. Uh, there's a time where they all go to Mexico. It's a, towards the end of the movie. They're all in Mexico, and Ammo brings in, like, a bunch of weapons. They're like, we got our, like, gear. And it's in a Pelican case, which is, like, for, like, a, a larger light. Like, I feel like that's what you would have guns in. I, I feel I like agree. it'd be a more protected case. That, uh, think I mean, about Pelicans are used for stuff other than 
Film equipment. We're we're heavily involved in. We're all film majors. We're big gear guys. Yeah, it's big gear guys. Sense. It's almost there, like we there work was in a room one of the gear. one of the all weirdest the parts of the movie for me. I I have a, a like a camera drone that I use for short films and stuff like that. And the drone that they use for like recon and heat signature image imaging was just the drone that I have. You think and they got those ND filters for? I I don't know. No, but they they throw it up and it's like reading heat signatures like a, Can yours like not a do that? military. No, it can't. I don't know. Maybe have I you updated update. it. It's, it's a yeah. software update. Yeah. I'll have to check. But but I can't. But then it. later in the film, they bring out this crazy like six propeller drone that has two machine guns on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know. It was and just funny that they VR were goggles. Too, he so was wearing yeah. racing, and he ran into a room where there was a gunfight. With goggles on to where he couldn't see anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they came up from the ground, I thought. Yeah, he still yeah. was yeah, in but the he room. he was in the room. I thought he stayed in the hole. He should have been killed, is what I'm saying. Right. He deserved to be that killed. Is, that is an upsetting thing. That I think that the people who are in the middle of the action, like, say you have ammo, you've got our two heroes, and then you've got the two major villains, uh, three major villains, including their little sidekick villain who look like a weird Adam Sandler type guy. Oh. I think I think that guy's a DJ. I, I, I'm going to well, check. Speaking of DJs, DJ oh, Khaled. Oh, yeah, DJ Khaled. Oh. None of those people die, except one. One person dies out of the people who are involved. Two people die. Not, I'm not counting the guy who sits, sits behind his desk and tells Will Smith that he needs to stay out of the game. No, 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 side what? villain. Side, side villain, villain dies. doesn't die. Yes, he yeah, does. He gets shot in the head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets shot. I, in the head I before was upset. The big more boss good fight. people didn't die. Yeah, I mean it was pretty sad. Vanessa Hudgens gets shot. Anytime Will Smith was on screen with somebody alone, I was like, "Oh, this person's gonna die." Right. Oh, this person's gonna. Die. And then there's, it finally happened. There's such a stark difference between like how Will Smith and Martin Lawrence appear in this movie because like they have both taken drastically different paths into like aging. Will Smith is still very much in shape very active martin lawrence has aged like a normal person and there's a great moment where like there's this whole i think it's a montage of will smith just like training and being great or doing some of the detective work and then it just cuts to martin lawrence listening to christian meditation i was gonna Wiggly say about that those. scene it was weird for me because i love like i love the idea of it but it just didn't Hit. A, lot of, a lot of it. scenes. I liked that a lot, actually. I, I thought it was really cool, but for some reason it just like wasn't landing like it was supposed to. A lot of to, scenes seemed like happening. they ended with like someone hitting a gong with like a giant mallet, right? And it's like they hit it, but they don't let you hear out the ring. Oh. Like it just it cut before you were ready to. Mm-hmm. Like I you weren't like, that. oh, I processed what just happened, and then it throws you into the next thing. Luckily, not much does happen in the movie. Like it, it, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, a, it, there's not like if you you could go to the bathroom during this movie and come back, and if besides the scene that Will Smith finds out it's his son, I'd like to disagree with that. I had to go to the bathroom 15 minutes into this movie, and I sat there like a champion and just waited. But you could have, you could have probably I know, gone I to the bathroom scared, during the scene where Martin Lawrence is dying a comatose Will Smith's goatee. <laughs> I definitely. Well, what was it? Midnight cocoa beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are some other... Oh, uh, you mentioned uh, the great DJ Khaled because at the start of the film with the tight, with the intro credits, you see all the actors and they it see said DJ Khaled, Khaled. DJ Khaled, Khaled. Yeah. And I was is like... That, is his name sort of like the, Khaled? The, the La Brea Tar Pits. The, the Tar Tar Pits. Or Sahara <laughs> Desert. <laughs> the Sahara Desert. But there's, the Desert uh, Desert. There's... While DJ Khaled has a, a great scene where he's tortured by Will Smith and Will Smith... I... I, I 
it seems like a James Bond thing to me, like he a license to kill. Yeah. He commits like, like brutality, and nobody, yeah. nobody, we. It happens, and then we just never talk about it. Yeah. Also, the rest of the movie, he plays by the rules of the law. Yeah. This one movie, it seems like he's gone full vigilante. He beats DJ Khaled with a meat hammer. I mean, he walks. Basically, the the, he he is like an an assassination attempt happens on him, and he lives through it, and and he really wants to get back in the game and try to kill him again. And then in the scene in which he comes back, he's. In a wheelchair that he doesn't need to be in because really he, doesn't. he like just stands later. up and he's yeah. fine. Good, but he's like recovering or whatever. And possibly the greatest cameo, like sorry, Stan Lee, we love you, but maybe one of the greatest cameos of I just all want, time. I just want to take note that when Tate said Stan Lee, we love you, Riley just shook his head no. Even if we did love you, you're dead. We loved you. <laughs> it's the tense thing. It's the tense disagreement. So, um, as. Oh, maybe some of you listening know the first two Bad Boys films were directed by the one and the only Michael Bay, the King of Explosions and giant robots, cans. CGI. Yeah, Transformers. This movie was not directed by him, but he produced it, I believe, and it's it's very much taking his style and trying to replicate it. I'd say it does it pretty successfully. I, it I, feels like yeah, a Michael Bay movie, so. but the man himself shows up for a cameo, and it. It blew my mind. I was like, "That's Michael. That it has to be Michael Bay." Because he, he's, he's just so much. He's, like he's got a, a weird beard. It's a wedding scene, and he and he's just like, "Oh, like he's like the announcer." Or the yeah, is he supposed to be playing Michael Bay? Or no, no he's no, just he's not there. Himself. He's okay. He's just the guy. Bad boys are friends with Michael. It was Bay. pretty crazy though. It was just uh, and then at when, that scene, Will Smith. It, it's um, what's his name? Sorry, I'm Martin I'm, Lawrence. It's Martin Lawrence. Is his daughter's wedding, yeah. and. Will Smith gets up, raises his glass, and goes, you know what? I always say it to your father, and I'll say you guys should carry this mantra with you the rest of your life. Um, Ride together, die together, bad boys for life. And then everyone raises their glasses. And is so excited about it. All I have to say is, like, if you take that at the perspective of anyone else, it is someone, like, imagine if you were at a wedding and the bride's dad's Buddy from work got up from a wheelchair, <laughs> raised his glass, and said, I want you to carry this with you in your marriage. Ride together, die together, bad boys for life. <laughs> all I'm saying is that you would not let that shit slide. No. It was it was a pretty wacky movie. I mean, there was... It was... When's I thought the last time you saw a movie like this? You know what I mean? The last time I saw a movie yeah, like this? Yeah. Probably well, a Mission Impossible. Probably a Mission Impossible. Mission. Or not no, Mission, Mission. No, no, no. Impossible movies. I don't know why I said so Mission well Impossible. Raised. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious movies. Uh, no, uh, Fast and Furious isn't this funny. That's no, but they take themselves no. more seriously. Than no, Fast... I, I feel like the Fast and Furious movies, like every movie, they're just like, we'll just make the big stunt like just more ridiculous. Like they are very much aware of how like over the top they are. You know what it reminds me? 21 Jump Street. I think it is. It is. I mean, yeah. there are scenes that seemed like they were taken straight from that. I was thinking that. Is it's like minimal stuff street. happens, but the characters are so funny. Like, Will Smith is Channing Tatum. Uh, actually, no. Although, That's disrespectful. This movie came out first. So. 21 Jump Street is a phenomenal movie. In so my is, opinion. Yeah, no, I think 21 22 Jump, Jump Street does, does a great job of just being the same exact movie, but, like... It's the joke where, like, the first one, they're in high school undercover, and then the new one, they're in college undercover. And then, like... It's I, really I summed know. up both, I think, I, not to diverge from one movie to another, but I think 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street get a good job of getting high school and college pretty down pat. Yeah. They, they, they sum it up better than most things. 
most melodramatic teen movies. Yeah. You know, you have Perks of Being a Wallflower and you have 21 Jump Street. Right. Yes, Perks of Being a Wallflower makes me cry, but 21 Jump Street makes me feel seen. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And with that, um, I, okay, with I would that. like to. No, no, yeah, I would like to. Bad Boys like for to, Life. There's a lot of um, Sony product placements. And that's one thing I don't like about Sony movies. They just Sony ram any Sony product in there. A major camera. character dies with a Sony A7 camera strap around his neck. Yeah. It's, it's very obvious, <laughs> too. Everyone After has... telling the weirdest story I think I've ever heard. Yeah, see, some of the things in this movie, the, the writing just seems like it was like, like, it's on the right track, yeah. but like, there's a squeaky wheel. They and just, it's probably going to fall. They like, one more set of eyes to look at. There's a, there's a great moment today. where that captain, uh, Will Smith comes to him and goes like, "Hey, I've already started doing this detective work. I either I can either keep being a vigilante or you can put me on the case." And the captain takes like a 10-second pause while debating this internally and just screams, "Fuck me!" and turns around and grabs his Pepto-Bismol because he's having heartburn, I guess. I think it's established in Bad Boys 2. Okay. I wouldn't Pepto know. Pepto-Bismol is a Bad Boys His drink of choice. Right. So there's also a moment where he says, or I could kill you. The captain just nonchalantly goes, oh, oh yeah. I could kill you to Will Smith. And I look at the captain, who's playing someone. Uh, you look not, at the captain? I, no, you look at you the captain and you look at Will Smith. <laughs> he can't kill Will Smith. From from the first like shots like, of this movie, there's such a difference. <laughs> who gets shot in the first five minutes? <laughs> There's such a difference. First twenty, first yeah, first like twenty. There's such a difference between like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in the first literally shots of the movie because Will Smith's driving the car and he looks so cool and strong and confident, and then they have Martin Lawrence just like slumped as far back in the chair as he can get, just like every layer of like natural age that you could put on a human being is there, and I feel kind of bad because it's like. It's so di- it, like it looks like they're Those like close-ups were weird, man. It was a little too tight yeah. for my for, Mar- for Martin like, Lawrence. It was for both. No, for both. The, the it was just like sequence. there was no like you were getting some like out of focus stuff on the top and the bottom with them, and it was just like a weird angle on their. You heads. know, some of the what, the scene with, that we mentioned earlier with the motorcycle and the sidecar, I thought we the projector was messed up and skipping frames. But it was so... I think it was just the shaky cam was so shaky. Yeah. I still understood what was going on, but... It's pretty shaky. I mean, mm. with that with that whole situation, just thinking about it from, like, the filmmaking perspective, I feel like you've got a giant set like that where, like, if you make a mistake like that, you can't afford to go back and be like, all right, let's get a little more smooth this time because it's... Oh, so well, I didn't think it mattered. Like, a lot of things... Uh, I, I watched... Um, the director of Shazam, David F. Sandberg, yeah. he's a he's a really cool guy because he started on YouTube um, <clears throat> making short films with his wife, um, and he kind of does video essay type stuff now, now being paid like millions of dollars to direct movies, um, but he, he did one about test screenings for movies and how like they'll show Shazam in like a not 4K, you know, it's like 720 or 1080 uh, picture quality. So it's not as good quality as you'd normally see in a movie theater. And sometimes it's like, if it's like a Jurassic Park movie, they'll cut to a like a big VFX shot, but it's not done yet. So it'll just say, dinosaur VFX shot here. And like stuff like, like the movie's not done, but yeah. the audience still gets a general feel of how the movie was. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about how like all the technical stuff, like you, you just got to hope no one notices that kind of stuff. But luckily, there's people like me who was- tell all of you guys... The problems with these movies, 
that don't matter. <laughs> there was a weird muzzle flash thing towards the end. Did anyone else pick up on it? No. no. They were firing, and the muzzle flash just looked bad to me, personally, not as a film major. I'm a Photoshop major. It looks <laughs> like they just, on that one frame, they just kind of pasted a picture of a muzzle flash, and it was just there for one frame, and then they went boom. That's what a muzzle flash is. I know, but it looked bad. There was no... Well, the difference between it Please looking explain. really good yeah, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. looking good is because sometimes they'll fire blanks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. still shoot out the the little flame effect right. of a muzzle flash. And that's probably what a movie like this did. Mm-hmm. But with that kind of thing, if it's, I mean, if they don't, I, if they're not doing that, they're just pasting in it like a frame of a of an image. Of, that's what I do hmm. whenever I have guns in movies. You think they shot in Miami? Yes. They had they to, had to have, yeah. For some of these, you think some of these, yeah. Most of them, not like, everywhere. All the you know, they definitely. Some of that was. Definitely, I don't think that was Mexico City. Yeah, some of that was definitely. Oh no! I, I, they started in Mexico walking. City, and I was like, that is absolutely not Mexico I also City. Said there was like one scene where the the main female villain, she's standing on a balcony looking out, and it's very clear that she is staring like in a soundstage or something, and they just. Yeah. I think I think we're coming towards the end of our session here, but Arvin did bring up a interesting point to me he said that he told me right as we walked out of the movie and we kind of made a vow to not really talk about it we did so that we, that. we saved it we would save it for the podcast but arvin told me that he he thought this movie reminded him a lot of thelma and louise and i just kind of wanted him to talk about that a little okay no i'd love to i'd love to elaborate um We've all seen Thelma and Louise, obviously. <laughs> no, Everyone I have not. I, I have not. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. I thought you all had seen Didn't we watch it? No. We... International cinema. Too? No. No. Oh. What? You did, you did watch it with yes, him famous once. South Korean film, Thelma and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Bong I mean, Joon Thelma and Louise is essentially a buddy cop movie, I would say. It's true. Would anyone else... Would you like to... I'd say that's a fair analysis. I think you got this. Having you, not you, seen the movie. You got this no, I can't help but feel from a general description of it that like if you took that, Starsky and Hutch, yeah, yeah, and this yeah, movie yeah. together, you'd you make a trilogy. You and Starsky and Hutch. I think this movie. is much more like Frozen, the original Frozen, where it's 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 two sisters helping each other, except in this, it's two brothers helping each other. They're not brothers by blood. They're brothers by violence and shooting people and being cops. And religion. And religion. religion. And hate-therapy. If, if, if you Fuck hold therapy. to my theory, which is that... Uh, Will Smith's character <laughs> dies when he, he almost dies in the beginning of the movie. This movie is similar, in my opinion, to Fight Club because Will Smith does not exist for the rest of the movie. Or lost, but it's rather lost. a so guy, you're saying a Will guide Smith. for Martin Lawrence to get back in the game. So you think like Martin Lawrence becomes Will, Will Smith. Smith and himself, and, and everyone he, just goes along. So there's this running joke where Martin Lawrence's wife is always mad at him. But it's for very small things. So what I did there is like look at that and realize why would she actually be mad at him? Maybe it's because he just destroyed DJ Khaled's hand with a thing and is pretending like he's not doing all these things to his wife. That's why I think she's so mad and why at the end of the movie she gets rewarded with like this giant vacation. They're like, oh, sorry about disrupting your spa day. Now, I've looked into the cost of a spa day and, a, and like a week stay at a resort and those are not comparable whatsoever. I thoroughly believe that do not... Do you have numbers to back this up? I do, but I'm We're not going to bring them out now. Um, I believe that not only not only is Martin Lawrence Will Smith in the rest of this movie, but the wife is also mad because there's all this, all this unresolved sexual tension between Will Smith and I think any female or male on the screen. They're all they're, everyone's just like this guy's an Adonis. There's a weird there's a weird scene where Martin Lawrence talks about how he watches a lot of weird porn, and uh, I feel like we kind of just glossed <laughs> over that. That might have been the part you fell asleep at. 
There's there, a part there was where a significant he, like five ten minutes. I'm very tired, and there was like significant. It was mainly the club, like the club sequence. And it was right the club that? sequence. Okay, yeah. I just like yeah. to say this to the lead actor and producer Will Smith. Um, we don't associate with Tyler Chavez for sleeping with this during this movie. For sleeping with this movie, we went in trying to professionally review this, and we hope that we've given you guys a professional review. Um, so, would you guys recommend this movie? Yeah, but one at a time. One at a time. I'd recommend it if you want to watch a movie with your friends. You're not going to pay attention if you're watching it alone. You're not. Gonna, I don't think you're going to make it alone. Yeah. I would echo that statement. You have to watch it with other people. And you don't need to watch the first two to enjoy it. Because I had no idea what There's I was watching. There's nothing. There's nothing. I had no idea what I was watching. I watching. assumed but every like character was the Rita, a returning character. The Rita character was not a returning character. She was no for this way. Film. Are you kidding me? I thought, I thought only... she was a returning character. I thought the, the villain was a returning character. What about the villain? Was the villain a returning character or no? It had to be. I thought it's, everyone it was very was much returning. like the villain of this film is seemingly like a thinks he's the son of the like oh. of like a Mexican drug cartel leader, but that that has been killed by Will Smith. Yes. Okay. But that's I don't know. So Tyler, was, Tyler, would you? Um, I agree with everything that's been said. This movie is absolutely only enjoyable to its peak like with friends and not even like with like family like if, if, if you have that relationship with your family like you have to go see this like with people I'd you watch can, this like, with my dad 100% you can you you need to watch this movie with people that you can just roast and talk over movies with because it, it's just that type of movie yeah there's a so lot we to were talk talking about, a lot you know, during the movie but it wasn't bad yeah I, I thought, annoying yeah. like it would be small comments we're not those people don't yeah. bring your toddlers yeah don't bring don't bring, bring, don't bring, bring three-year-olds don't ever bring children and don't have like anywhere. listen to this podcast i'll also say that if Actually, you made it through this far and your child is right there maybe remove them my parents mm-hmm. took me to star wars phantom menace and i'm 21 so i was like one when that came out really um, and it's the greatest cinematic experience of my life. Sorry, but to be fair, bring toddlers to me. There's never a there's never a moment. <laughs> you said don't moment. bring toddlers. There's never a moment. <laughs> there's never a moment in Phantom Menace when, say, Liam Neeson starts telling Will Smith how he likes to masturbate. That's my thing. Is like Liam Neeson gets impaled. Like that's pretty. There's also but a he lot gets of impaled politics. by a, it's a fate. It's a lightsaber. Wait, These wait. There's, there's also a lot of politics in Phantom Menace, and I think that's the scariest thing. Yeah, Scary that would and still uh, let a movie create your child's political climate. Personally, I don't think that's right. Anyway, what my opinion? I I think I would recommend this movie. It was really, really crazy. What? What? I'm just now <laughs> thinking about like all the presidential candidates currently and what movies decided the way that they were. <laughs> well, well, when like Bernie, Joe Biden watched The Godfather and he was just like... No, no, when Bernie and Joe were, were children, they didn't have like movies. <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren. And Elizabeth Warren. Anyway, but I, I, think the, uh, I, I think it's enjoyable. Um, it's fun to watch. It's I, I think I'm going to forget about it in a month. Definitely. But... Um, it's a good, it's a great um, movie to watch if you are like distracted doing something else or with a group of people that would have the conversations we've just had for the last 42 and a half minutes. This would also make for a great movie with a drinking game if you're sure. 21 oh. or over. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, because uh, you could take a shot or something. We were saying every time they say bad boys. And you'd probably need to be hospitalized if you did that. Yeah, wouldn't be good for you. I'd say yeah. try and catch the matinee just from a uh, cost thing. I'd say this is a matinee movie. Yeah. If I paid $12 for this movie, I probably would have been like, dang, dang, there goes $12. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good time, and um, 
we will hopefully get back to you guys soon with another movie. I mean, let us know in the comments in our SoundCloud or... Shoot us, I don't a, know. shoot us a DM at, at Riley W. Bradford what movie you want to watch and why. Only and we'll probably that. just do a real random movie. Yeah. yeah. Only at that account, though. No well, don't harass the others. All right. Well, Arvin, thank you for thank you so much. guest thank starring you. and, and, and fitting yourself in potentially as a permanent host. I would love to. That'll be an executive we'll decision. You. Send us also that. We'll have to talk you to want Arvin. We'll have to talk to our manager, Jim. Is that a. Okay, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, talk about that. we'll talk to him. Well, uh, yeah. you, you thank you, talk to thank you to Todd. Thank you, Todd, yeah, Todd as thank always. You, Todd, yeah. for um, annotating the whole and, uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, so, hope you guys enjoyed this. Thanks for listening to Spoilers Only. Please, it's great to be back, and hope we won't be gone for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Much hey. like Bad Boys, we'll be back. You guys want to grab some food after this? We already grabbed food. We, yeah, we, we ate food we, before we, this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were there. It's not he like tried we got Riley, what he was trying to do there was a clever outro, but... Where, like, maybe we all say, yeah, let's go to, and we talk about it for a minute, yeah. act like the podcast isn't still recording, and then, and then, like, we all walk out of the room, but leave it, and then, yeah. That's what and I was Todd, trying to do. He tried, but I wouldn't, I didn't want to get out. Todd, you can it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Todd. All right, thanks, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. See you guys. Bye. 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 Tyler, say bye. I said bye. God damn it, Tyler. I didn't hear it. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? When you